Liberty Blues. I'm Sean Osborne. I'm John Phillips, attorney from the deep red state of Indiana. <laughs> and I am Steve Marin. So uh, the election just happened and uh, it seems like uh, a lot of people are sulking. So, and a lot of people are really happy. A lot of, a lot of tears all around. So over there in Indiana, were you seeing a lot of uh, flags on trucks at half mast? Dude, there's a, there's a lot of poor, disenfranchised white folk over here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was wondering how that was going, because there's parties in the fucking street here. Social distancing was not a concern last night. Nope. Not, not in the slightest bit. <laughs> nope. It's nice how that's kind of convenient at times, isn't it? So, so, uh, so uh, how, how's everybody taking it over there? Is it pretty, uh, pretty sad? Everybody got their head hung low. I haven't. Yeah, maybe the head hung low, but you know the the flags are still out. Yeah. Um, but nothing's been shut down for rioting yet. But yeah, it could happen. Yeah. Oh man, can you imagine Trumpers rioting? That'd be a hell of a sight. The county that we live in, I believe, is one of two that uh, voted Democrat. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I knew. I knew that area. What? tended to back in the day but i didn't know if that still held up like i know a long time ago it used to be pretty democrat oriented oh uh, yeah you think that's like the unions and stuff like that in the factories probably in indiana in typically county yeah oh purdue shit yeah i see yeah i guess that's a that's educated a folk Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I noticed that they're, the they're trying to blame the libertarians for breaking the spread uh, in places like Michigan. And I, I, to those Trump supporters, I'd like to say, uh, you, you guys sound like Hillary supporters from four years ago. So piss off. Yeah. So what, what else is uh, what else been happening? Nothing. What happened to what happened to rainwater? Talk to me about that. Uh, I, th I think it was probably the early voting before the debates uh, and ranked choice. No, not ranked choice voting. What's that? What do you guys have over there? That th uh, thing where you just vote by uh, early voting? Huh? Early voting? Yeah, the early voting. So it, it was before the before the, um, the actual election. And that shit, I forgot what it's called. Like where you just uh, straight ticket voting. Yeah. Uh, so they want to get rid of that. So it's, the, they're saying that, that was a big problem. He did come in second place in, I think it was 32 counties. So that's, that's a massive improvement. That is huge. You know, so, I mean, that's a that's, overall percentage. Do you know? I think it was a little over 10, okay. something like 10 or 12%, something like that. So it's definitely the highest, I think any libertarians polled or done on anything really. So that's good. Uh, he said he's going to run again in four years. So he told everybody to keep their signs because he'll be back. <laughs> but he, he said that that was one of the things he's uh, going to work on is getting rid of that uh, straight ticket voting uh, in the process. And there was something else too. So that makes sense. I mean, I know a lot of people like just uh, out of, out of not knowing one way or the other. Yeah. And it's, and the, you know, they're like, oh, I know I want Trump or I know I want Biden. And that's all that matters. Yeah. And I think there was some confusion with people who wanted to 
do a straight ticket vote, but then go through independently and change a couple of those. And that didn't work out well. Really? You see what I'm saying? So yeah, they yeah. like wanted to put, put a, like a straight Republican ticket, have it all filled in, and then go in and change a few of them, rainwater being <laughs> one of them. And they weren't They're able to They tried to be a little that. lazy about it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I don't think Rainwater got up there till kind of late too. It seemed like a, something he should have done. I think was probably hit up all the college towns first, get the young people started first. I think yeah, I think that's a great idea. And I think, like you said, I think that the uh, the debate coming after the polls actually opened up was not beneficial at all. No, no. So they're they're trying to. I, I read that they're trying to take that stuff into consideration for uh, then. And you know, there's going to be elections in twenty. 22 but it'll be like more for the uh you know the midterms so i don't know if indiana has any people up for a re-election then so i'm sure he'll be trying to help out get candidates going for that too right do you guys have special ballots there like we have out here no. like we had that thing with uber where they're they're trying to take away people's right to be freelancers and that's just Probably man it's true. fucking stupid yeah we don't have any no problem. we don't have any like special uh any, like special things on the ticket, like special issue items. Yeah, it's it's. I, sometimes it can be a pain in the ass because that they, they you know they got people here to vote for those for that stupid train that goes the high speed train that goes to nowhere because they didn't have the money to finish it, and you know. But then again, you know it does. You can get stuff like this where they got rid of that AB five that they, that they passed before that that gets rid of uh, people's right to work as freelancers. Because, you know, that I, it's funny because I, you know, we, we just did an episode of the other podcast, a progressive and a libertarian, and we were talking and he thought it was such a great idea to let, to force them, the companies to make people employees. And I said, that's ridiculous because the, a lot of the drivers got into it for that, you know, and they, they, they can make their own hours. Uh, you know, they can choose to work at, only at times when there's a benefit or not benefits, but, you know, like a promotions and stuff like that this one guy told me the other day he made sixteen hundred dollars in a week last week uh because he just worked during promotional times and i say when they do that kind of stuff like what they try to do out here it takes away the people's right to really hustle and do good and it rewards more of the people who are lazy asses and don't want to really put that much into it kind of just want to you know half-ass it and you know the whole idea is it's the gig economy it's not the fucking you know it wasn't meant to be a full-time job if somebody somebody chooses to do that that's that's their choice exactly. you know what i mean yep. you and guys ever why. use that over there what do you guys ever use uber or lyft over there yeah <clears throat> i mean a lot more pre-corona yeah 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 that's true. I noticed uh, just since Corona, it's gone up. The prices have gone up. It takes a little longer to get a ride. But I have asked all the drivers and everybody that I've ridden with so far, they they were they 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 want to be free agents. So it's funny how the more progressive idea is to tell people how they have to do their stuff as opposed to just let it be what it be. Yeah. Did you guys uh, elect any new senate? Uh, any. Uh, state people or anything like that how'd clinker do did she was she up oh, for election she won, she won the fourth uh oh yeah term how many terms is that i said 84 but it's, <laughs> it's got to be close to that yeah she's been in there since like 1980 right 82 
82. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and she's a, what, what, what is she, State House? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. State uh, Representative. District 27. <laughs> District 27, that's, that's there? All right. Yeah. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> well, I saw a statistic about how many years uh, Joe Biden has been a member uh, of the government as, as a ratio of how many years the United States has existed. He's like been in some sort of political office for like a quarter of the time that there's been a United States of America. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like the Crypt Keeper. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I've been meaning to do a Facebook post and just put them like next to each other and see if people can tell the difference. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's great. Shit. And then, so the, the I guess Oregon is the one that had their uh, state bill or uh, one of the special election things. So they de decriminalized uh, drugs. Have, have you got a chance to read much on that, John? No, I, I mean, I heard that it happened, but I don't know the specifics of it. Yeah, from what I hear, that seems like they, uh, they're decriminalizing it, but, you know, it's still legal to sell. Like, you can have small amounts of it on you. Right. Uh, which, you know, and the, and they're going to find people who do have it or something like that. And the fines are going to be used to pay for treatment. So I'm trying to figure out how, how do you think, I, I think it's foolish. They ought to just legalize it because how they get, how are they going to police it? You know, they're still going to hassle people when they, if they arrest them for something else, where did you get this? Or look for people who they think have it and still harass them. Even if they don't arrest them, they're still going to harass people, I would think. Any thoughts? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It seems like it might be making the uh, the cops' job easier, though. I mean, yeah, how are going to collect the money? That's the goal. Yeah. How are you going to collect them? I mean, if, if somebody's a heroin addict, I mean, how are you going right. to charge them by fifteen hundred dollar fine? How are you going to collect it? Unless you <laughs> unless you're going to take kidneys from people. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, you only yeah you get the, you got a three strikes rule then you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, or I guess it'd be two then. Yeah, you, you just can't live without the other one. So, yeah, and I was just I I would wonder how they would even try to police something like that. That's kind of crazy just to think about that. You know, if they're going to try to arrest people who are selling it, but not the people who have it. I mean, uh, this seems like it's just it's still going to be a bit of a problem. But at least it's a step in the in the right direction, I guess. To not messing with it it seems like it's the progressive idea still allow government to get its face involved as opposed to libertarian idea of just getting government the hell out of the way and you know let people figure it out for themselves a little bit yeah i wonder i wonder how i mean i wonder long term how this is going to affect crime you know Portugal did something similar, and they 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 they've had a lot less problems. You know, uh, I think Portugal decriminalized everything. Uh, I think it's been over ten years. I want to say even longer than that. Uh, um, someplace else, you know, I mean Amsterdam. You know, you can do a lot of shit there too, and it, it's not that big of a problem. Uh, but you know, those those countries are a lot different. I mean, there's a lot of different things about those countries than yeah. In the United States, and so every policy is going to be different depending on where it is. But the good thing about the United States is 
you know, you have a state that can do something like this. It's like an experiment for other states to see whether that works or not, what works and what doesn't. So that's one of the good things having a bifurcated system is states are allowed to do that. And so, right. yeah, I think it's a good thing that somebody's finally doing something different because, um, you know, the war on drugs, I hate to tell people, but drugs are winning big time. They can't keep <laughs> drugs out of prisons. So right, yeah. yeah, they're not winning that. Right. Yeah, that, that's really true. Yeah, it's great yeah, that, you live in Indiana because they're they're going to want to do research and ten, years and years and years of research to see if <laughs> right. they're still researching yeah. marijuana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I had to move out of state so I could do all the research. If he if you know they, he wants to contact me, I can let him know how how it worked out for me. <laughs> Seems like it can be taken care of in an email. You would think. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I, yeah, I've been using it for a lot of years right now, and it seems to have worked out just fine. <laughs> you know, and we, we were talking about also like, you know, because he, he, you know, my progressive friend, Fernie, he said uh, that, uh, you know, oh, with it being legal, you're going to have five-year-olds selling crack. I was like, well, first of all, there's not five-year-olds selling vodka right now. And if somebody can get some good cocaine, why are they going to go smoke some crack? Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to smoke ditchweed when I can go to the store and get some Kush. You know, that's just that's just the way it is. And if I have the choice between an arrogant bastard and a Miller Genuine Draft, I know I'm taking the bastard. Well, there you go. Summed up. Yeah. So I'm going to put myself on like an experimental tour since I have family in uh, Portland. I'll have to. Uh visit there and then report back to you guys about the current state of affairs. Yeah, yeah, that'll be cool. You, you said you're, you're, you're going to make a trip over there soon? Uh, sometime in the next year or so, I'm sure. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that'd be nice. You know, because you can't trust what the fuck you hear in the news, that's for sure. You know, even watching the election, man, the news was crazy. You know, both every channel. I, do you, I have DirecTV and they have that four screen thing where you can watch all the news channels at once. And you can flick from like Fox to MSNBC all in the same thing. And it was like, look, it was like a window into different universes. <laughs> you know, the day of the day of the election is like crazy as hell. You know, the shit that they were saying on yeah. different things. I didn't, yeah. even, I didn't even watch much stuff on, on Tuesday because I knew Tuesday didn't matter. It's going to be a lot of, a lot of people blowing their own horns and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, as it got a little later in the night, I started watching, and then the Republicans, they, you know, they thought it was a shoe-in, and I woke up, it was a whole different, whole different world, Great. but I thought it was going to go that way, because it was all mail-ins, so, you know, that's, you know. Uh, there's got to be a quicker way to count these votes, so how hard can it be? You're absolutely right. right. We were talking I mean, about seriously. that last night. I mean, it's 2020. There's no reason that that things have to be like they are. Well, yeah, why can't everybody just have an app and just vote yeah, and we just know? Yeah. If it's secure enough for Visa to have billions of dollars of transactions, exactly. then why can't mm -hmm. we do it for an election? Exactly. Well, Sean's answer will be because it's the government and not private business, but... Um, well, I mean, everybody could choose. I mean, the government could give that as an option and somebody could choose to uh, download an app. I mean, that's, that's totally reasonable. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I wouldn't have a problem with that. You know, I mean, shit's anything's got to be better than this shit. Absolutely. 
Another thing is they should probably have somebody live streaming the shit they have. I mean, if we can watch people's court or something like that, for God's sake, they can watch people count votes so they so there wouldn't be all this nonsense of somebody like Trump sitting there, you know, two weeks before the election saying there's voter fraud, and now because he's losing, that's that's what his problem is. So some of the some counties do have that. Like do they? Cameras in there, yeah, and they like live stream it. And if you live in that county or you live anywhere in the world, you can just watch it. I mean, it's only yeah. for like a few counties that do that, but yeah, why wouldn't everybody do that? Just to- yeah, all they, all they need to do is have somebody there with the damn Facebook page, you know, and just live stream it. You know, I think, I think what else would be nice is if everybody had the same rules in every state. That would be convenient. Yeah, you know? Yeah. It would be, but that's not very likely to get them to agree on that, I'm sure. Yeah, that, that is a problem. It should be it should be read, readily available though that's for sure. Sure. Yeah. Then again, some of the people I see voting man scare the piss out of me. There's some people, man, they, they don't even know what they're voting for. Yeah. Yeah, your votes your vote counts as the same as Fred Bradbury. <laughs> it's, a big it's a sobering thought. <laughs> it sure the suck it. Probably less. <laughs> I'm in California. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, that's funny as hell. So, so, uh, are you guys, uh, are you guys, uh, got any plans for uh, the next couple weeks? No. I'm uh, waiting, no. waiting for my school to shut down because kids are dropping like flies. Teachers are dropping like flies. From the from the virus, yep. like uh, just getting sick or croaking. Uh, well, we've had one student already pass away. Oh shit, so that sucks. I think uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, you but, got you got your good mask, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you said you got a door to your room too, so you get some ventilation. Yes, I do. Yeah, that's good, man. Shit, man. Winter coming, though. That's going to be crazy over there. Yes, it is. Yeah, like when when school first started, we I, I took my kids outside as much as we could, you know. Uh-huh. But who knows? Yeah, you can go paint some snowscapes. Something. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are saying they're going to take the next uh, month or so off, Be uh, not, re- not re- try to read any politics. Yeah, so. it'll be nice. Yeah. I'm wondering, um, I'm wondering, like, after uh, I was asking my progressive friend last night, I was like, because, you know, you know, he's not wasn't a big Biden lover, but, you know, he, he voted for him. And I said, how long do you think it'll take be- uh, before uh, Biden gets the kids out of cages? And uh, that's that's it's an interesting question, since that's what they've been beating the drum on. And uh, how long before they get pissed that he hasn't done anything about it and they start blaming Republicans for it? I don't know. I have a feeling that's going to be one of the. That's just my opinion. I I I would think that as a human, that that's got to be one of the first things that gets taken care of. I would think so, but I'm not holding my breath because that you know under the Obama administration they deported a hell of a lot of people. So I'm kind of and curious. They built the cages happened. too. Huh? Yeah, they, they did build. build the, the they built too. the cages. Yeah. There so, so I'm I'm kind of curious about that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have a uh, a field day when if if he does not do something, you know, because you know that was one of the big gripes against Trump this whole time was 
know, they got kids in cages. So I want to see, I want to see if they do something bad. Cause I mean, I, you know, I like to give the politicians hell, but if they do something good, I'll agree with them. Like I, I agree Trump should have been talking to the North Koreans and talk better talk to people than threatening them. And, you know, when Obama talked to the Cubans, I, I didn't have a problem with that. Uh, you know, so if, if he does something right and lets him out, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say it was a good thing, but I'm, I'm just not holding my damn breath. Speaking of the Cubans, what the hell happened in Miami? <laughs> they don't like communists, man. <laughs> Nobody saw that coming. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I think I think that shocked a lot of people. Yeah, it really yeah, did. I think it you was the, the chauvinism really spoke to some people. Well, sure. Yeah, yeah, might have too. Absolutely. You know, the other thing is, you know, just like people that come – you know, from a country where it's already an authoritarian country or something like that when they come here. You know, something like Trump doesn't seem quite as bad as like, uh, what's that guy from Philippines, Dudard or whatever his name is? Yeah. You know, so I mean, you know, if you come from the Philippines, Trump's like a picnic compared to that. Because um, they, you know, they even, even like the, you know, a lot of African-Americans, a lot more voted for him this time than did, did last time. And, you know, I was talking to, to Fernie on the other podcast about, this uh, Jamaican guy that picks me up in a cab sometimes. Uh, he uh, he's a big Trump supporter. You know, he 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 just absolutely can't stand the Democrats. You know, and uh, you know he's always railing against them. And you know they don't they don't put that uh, that guy into that narrative of the African American voter, somebody that came over here from you know a different place and looks at this and you know doesn't like the socialist aspects of the left and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's very interesting. Yeah. So do you think in the midterms, do you think that, or do you think that they'll, uh, do you think the turnout will be as much for the, for the Democrats or do you think they're going to lose their steam because everybody's just so happy Trump's gone? Well, I don't know. I guess, I guess, I guess this year is going to, going to see, you know, if they're, if people are following through with their promises and things like that, then whatever. Yeah, I'm curious. Very, very curious. Typically, if, you know, there's a Republican elected, then the next two-year cycle, it's kind of a Democratic balance out. You know, happened Obama after Obama won, then Republicans had a big year. Same happened to Clinton, you know, when he won two years later. Right. A red wave or whatever. And so, but this year is kind of different because even though Biden won, the Republicans still had a strong uh, state vote and they still had did well in congress so yeah know. they held on to it yeah 2022 should be interesting we're going to try to get a lot of candidates out there too. stick the thumb in somebody's eye i believe be- i believe that i believe that there's going to be uh continued high voter turnout yeah it could be a lot a lot of I, i'm i'm on the fence there i could see a lot of people staying engaged but I can see a lot of people going back to sleep because, you know, they're not as mad as anybody. They don't have somebody on TV every day, especially after, you know, like a you know, year and a half, wait, two years before they'll even start thinking about it. Right. You know, they have a lot of time to chill out and get back the to normal. The question is going to be is whether, you know, the Trump supporters, if, you know, if they're going to be motivated for other Republicans 
after this happened. I mean, they're really pissed off right now. Yeah, they in are. two years, are they going to be pissed enough to go out and just vote red, vote for a Republican who's not Trump, even though they're Trump supporters? Or are they just going to kind of give up since it's not Trump? That's the question. I don't think that the Democrat people, they were not very excited about Biden anyway. So I doubt yeah. there's anything to carry over for two years from him. Yeah, that might Obviously, really dull it. Yeah, I don't think that's I don't think that's his plan either. I don't think he's looking for two terms. Oh no, no, definitely no two terms. Yeah, no, I think he'll he's gonna he's a he might even tap out early just to just to hand it over to Harris so she has a little bit of a run going into the right. next election. Right. Yeah, like January twenty third or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, just uh, that this. Yeah, and I think I think to myself, shit, we could have twelve years of seeing that crap, and that just man, that horrifies. I don't want to be sixty-two and still hearing that shit. Oh man, I just that that scares the hell out of me. So that's that's my part of the election blues. Other than that, I I didn't give a shit who won. I knew I wasn't going to be happy. Two minutes, two minute warning. All right, cool. Well, I guess we'll we'll go ahead and wrap up there. Uh, any got you guys got any last words? Not a nope. Hope there's no civil war. Yeah, yeah. Arm yourself. Like what's that jo- that Johnny Cash song? Keep your guns at home, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you on the next episode of Liberty Blues. Peace. this is Sean Osborne and I wanted to let you know that I'm a musician and I have some music that you can check out wherever you listen to music Uh, I do a lot of uh, liberty minded music a lot of it's in a folk style like tradition American folk style say like uh, Woody Guthrie minus the socialism obviously Um, I also have some songs that kind of border on country to rock and blues um so please check me out uh, wherever you listen to music. Uh, Sean Osborne, you know, if you want to look at the album names, I have uh, This Might Make You Mad, Head in the Sand. I have an album called Four Others Volume 1 that's for charity. Um, every track has a, a charity that it benefits. Linda Hand benefits um, Children's Hospital. Um, Much Braver Than I benefits the Fallen Firefighter Foundation. Over There benefits the Wounded Warriors Project. And It's Time benefits the Sea Shepherds. So the more you listen, the more you give. So please check out those songs um, wherever you listen to music. And um, please share them with your friends. And spread the uh, message of liberty with music. Thank you. Think about it.